Hello and welcome everyone. I am Maria Condi, visionary, mentor, and coach. You are listening to the Life Through Gratitude podcast, a series where we inspire people to live a life of abundance and freedom through gratitude. Before we get into this podcast, I wanted to share with you some reflections and changes. It's that time of year where I do a lot of reflecting black on um, what worked this year, what didn't, the wins and the lessons. And one of the things I learned this year was that I seem to be doing my whole business from a foundation of gratitude. And I really wanted to portray that out to everyone. Living through gratitude has has been one of the foundations for me getting through some of the challenges I've had this year. And with that being said, um, I really took a look at my business and wanted to take the business in that same direction. I was naturally going that way anyways. Um, Every time I did a podcast, gratitude came into it. And so I decided to um, do some rebranding around that because that was the foundation of my business. So I've changed the name of the podcast. So it's Life Through Gratitude now. And I still will focus on money and everything, life, health, you know, the health, wealth, freedom um, basis of all that is still going to be there, but it's life through gratitude. It's all going to have that foundation of gratitude coming into it now. So with that being said, this is the first podcast that I'm actually going to uh, be running under this name of life through gratitude. So welcome and let's get going. So this is uh, podcast number six, simplify the holidays. Most people go through the holidays completely stressed and financially strapped and overscheduled, and this is not what I want for you. So I want you to take a moment right now to breathe and truly think of what you want for the holidays. Peace, love, family, community, giving, fun, good food, and I'm sure you can think of a whole bunch of other things. I want you to take a few moments to sit quietly and really think about how you want to feel this holiday season. Do you want to get to January and be completely exhausted and, you know, start out your whole new, the whole year, um, the new year completely, you know, exhausted and nothing left inside of you? Or do you want to have a really good fresh start and feel good about all the holiday seasons? You feel rested and enjoy, you know, you've had lots of joy through it all. So, all right, think about that for a moment about how you want to feel. So are your actions in the previous years, think about the, the, going back in history and think about the previous years. Are they congruent with making you feel this way? Or did you spend too much, um, spend too much money possibly and not feel good about it? Do you overschedule yourself? Did you do anything for self-care in the past? Did you take time to eat at least some healthy meals? You know, the holidays give us all these fabulous foods, but not a lot of healthy food usually. Did you feel exhausted when it was over? as opposed to feeling full and loved. So here are my tips for you to consider about having the holiday season that will make you feel the way you want to feel. First off, of course, I'm going to start with the money piece because that's what I'm all about is is the uh, money and getting people out of debt and not having debt and just living a more abundant life. So the first thing, obviously, is going to be spend less money. Consider who you buy for and how much you are spending. It's a really, really big slippery slide at Christmas time when it comes to, you know, you walk out the door with your list and you're going to go shopping and you get to the mall and this looks fabulous and that looks fabulous and, oh, well, maybe I'll get something for myself and, you know, oh, well, my daughter would just love that too and, you know, my son could really use another one of those or, 
you know, my husband, well, you know, he's working really hard, so he could really use something too. And we get really carried away. And before you know it, you've spent thousands of dollars. And when the bills come in in January, you're not liking life too much. So I ask you to consider spending less on Christmas. And you really think about, you know, are you buying way too much for your kids? Think about after Christmas, when all the sparkles are gone. You know, the, the kids rip open the presents. They play with them for five minutes and then they're, it's over. And think about what's really important when you're purchasing a gift for somebody. What's going to really have an effect on them? I really believe in giving experiences now as opposed to gifts. And, you know, taking them somewhere, doing something with them. Those things are usually way more long-lasting and valuable than, you know, a whole bunch of little gifts under the tree that they're good for five minutes and it's very fun to watch everyone open all the presents. But then everything ends up in the garbage pretty soon or in going to a thrift store or different things like that. Um, as opposed to just having maybe one or two really thought out, well thought out gifts that are really important to somebody and it's going to make a difference for them. It is pretty easy to cut up, get caught up in the spending frenzy and especially with all the advertising, keeping up with the Joneses and I'm going to go out a, a little bit on a limb on this one and, and um, hit some buttons on some people, I'm sure. But think about whether or not you're buying love and admiration from your friends and family. Do you, What is the purpose of you giving for people? What is it that you really want? What do you want from them? Think about that for a moment. And I know it can be a little painful one sometimes to think about. But what are you, you know, you should, when you think about uh, buying, especially if you buy for a lot of people, is that really, really necessary? Is it maybe a little more well thought out to, you know, a lot of, especially a lot of families now I find just do the kids or they um, exchange names and they're just buying for one person. And when it, even if you're um, doing that, set limits on how much you're going to spend and make those gifts really worthwhile and valuable to that person so they're going to remember it that goes a lot further than just running out to the store and spending a whole bunch of money on a whole bunch of things and hoping for the best this is about making your holiday memorable and building more love in your life and joy and freedom not trying to tie you down to um, things that you don't want like big bills come January so yeah think so think about the money side of things and what you're doing with your money, how much you're spending on who, what's really important. And maybe, you know, if you set yourself a budget, maybe it's a hard conversation to say, you know what, to some of your family members this year, you know what, I'm just not going to do it this year. I'm not going to buy for every single person. And there are people that buy for every single person in their family. And I used to do it. I used to be one of those people. And, you know, when I was younger and I didn't have a family of my own, and now I, I put a lot more thought into just having some really meaningful conversations with people and around the season and spending some time with people. Um, maybe it's having a lunch or a dinner with some friends or some uh, relatives and keeping it simple. So the next thing I want you to look at is planning. 
And I cannot push this one enough. I know I did a little handout last month. I don't know if you got that or not, but it's still available on my website. You can go into the last podcast, number five. And in the show notes there, um, the link is available to still get that. And I talked about planning a lot in that. And there were some templates that you could use to help you plan. So planning. Make a plan to ensure that you are not overbooked. And this is a big one, especially for the... um, type A personalities and the women who uh, can do everything and want to do everything and they're super women, you have to learn to say no. Maybe if you need to see lots of people, you can organize them in all in one place or event. Another thought is why are you waiting to see everyone at Christmas? Maybe starting next year, you take a different approach to seeing all the people that you feel obligated to see and that you want to build a relationship with. What's really important for you? more quality time together. This is sort of links with the uh, planning piece of it. And I'm just going back into planning for a little bit more too. Um, I'm going to add a couple more things into there about keeping meals simple. And that requires planning. I had to do, I think, three or four pretty significant events so far this year. And I went through on a nice evening, or I did some on an evening and some on a Sunday morning. And with my cup of tea, and I just sat there going through some of my favorite cookbooks wrote out some menus, and it was quite enjoyable. It wasn't a rush. And I thought about what I was putting together, and I made it, you know, I I tend to get a little bit complicated when I cook because I love cooking, and I like uh, doing my photography work and the camera work and all that with it. So I I like to put a lot of effort into it. But even this time, I said, you know what? We're going to keep it simple. And um, even when I try and keep it simple, I'll have to admit, I was saying that to one of the luncheons I had with a couple of um, friends I had over and I laughed about keeping it simple with soup and sandwiches. And then I said, oh, yeah, this doesn't look like simple soup and sandwiches, Maria, because I had all the garnishes on all the little egg salad sandwiches were wrapped in chives. And <laughs> it was a little bit overkill, but I was having fun with it. And it, was, it brought me joy and it brought me pleasure. And that was what it was all about for me. Um, I wasn't cooking for a huge amount of people and I wasn't cooking large quantities. So I was able to, you know, the things I chose to do, I could actually have a lot of fun with it. And it was literally soup and sandwiches. And, but it was, you know, a homemade butternut squash soup with my homemade stock I had made in the fall and some really simple tea sandwiches. And I made, you know, fresh scones and some tea. And we just had like a sort of a fun high tea for lunch. And it was a lot of fun. And it was about, for me, it was more about spending time with those women as opposed to um, wearing myself out and being ragged by the time they got to my house. And it was, I wanted to just be there and be present. And I encourage you to do that too. So when you're planning all your things, make sure that you actually have time to be there, be present. And you want to enjoy the whole event or evening or day or whatever it is that you're doing. There is always a little bit of hecticness when it comes to putting out meals and things like that, when it comes to timing. But if you're planning, you know, try and do as much in advance as you can. So you're not rushed all at the last minute and you can enjoy. I love cooking and I, I love doing it when I don't have to rush through it. Rushing through it just, it becomes a real big chore and it's not pleasurable anymore. So keeping meals simple, prepare as many meals ahead as possible. You know, when I went into the month of December, I tried to plan many things ahead of time. And I don't, I think I put this podcast up, not the podcast, but it's a blog from last year. And last Christmas, I actually planned and cooked my whole Christmas meal ahead of time. And I have a whole blog on that and all the other recipes I did. There's a whole bunch of things there to work with. So on Christmas Day, I could just sit down 
open gifts, have coffee, hot, I like hot chocolate and Bailey's actually. And we just, we got comfortable and just enjoyed the day. I brought out the food as I needed to. It was all prepped and cooked. I had to reheat things. And it was simple and enjoyable to just put that little bit of food together. It was, um, everything I do is KIS, keep it simple. And that's your meals, everything you do over the holidays, try and keep it as simple as possible. And the next thing I wanted to talk about was creating your own holiday traditions that don't cost money. Maybe there's something that you can come up with that just brings more joy and love into your life as opposed to rush and hurry and money. One of the things I started doing quite a few years ago was we have a Christmas family puzzle. So I open up the dining room as big as it goes, the dining room table that is, and I always get a thousand piece puzzle and I give myself the whole month of December to put this whole puzzle together. And it, it's amazing. I love doing it. It, you know, it's a good family time together in the evenings and it just, it's a good place to have conversation and enjoy each other's company and just bring joy and love to your home. And I also find, you know, when I have a babysitter over or other company, they sit down at the table and they're doing it too. It's, uh, it's really quite fun. The other thing I wanted to talk about was about being a tourist in your own town. This is, this can be a lot of fun. I live in Vancouver, Canada, and there's a lot of great local events here. And even in the smaller communities, um, I'm in Port Moody, which is a smaller subject of uh, Vancouver. And there's a, it's actually a whole city of itself, but it's still in the lower mainland here, for those of you that know the area. Taking in local um, holiday events, there's lots in my own neighborhood. The community right outside my place here, actually it's like, it's called Newport Village, and they have um, a bunch of little stores, and they actually bring in Christmas to the village, and they're in Suderberg, just up the street, they have another one where they have all kinds of things for family and kids, they bring out Santa, and... And that's a free event, so it's really easy, simple to just walk out your front door to those sorts of things. There's lots of ones around that are paid, and um, always look for deals on Groupon and things like that for those events. We have one here in Vancouver this year called, um, oh, I've lost the name of it now. It's a big light show. And I went to it last night. It was lovely. Unfortunately, we had pouring rain here, so we were drenched by the time we were done. It was... Um, it was lovely though. It was very festive. I uh, didn't have to go far to do it. It was just, it was lovely. And my daughter really, really enjoyed it. It was a Christmas maze and you had to um, find all the reindeer. It was just lovely. And we have quite a few other ones. I do have some tickets for some other ones. There's lots of Christmas plays. There's lots of uh, concerts, all those things to take in. They can't get quite costly. So just, you know, think about that ahead of time. And and you know to maybe put that as one of the events that you're going to do. The other thing that I love to encourage people to do at Christmas and or over the holiday seasons in general is to go do some volunteer work whether it's at your local food bank or at um, here we have what's called the Union Gospel Mission. There's lots of missions around the cities and various cities that you can go work at through my company that I work uh, with. They actually I often do it with my staff too. We actually book a whole morning and we go in and we actually cook for the morning and then we serve lunch. And that's a really, really fabulous experience to do. This year, my staff, 
well, we didn't do that. We actually, um, a colleague of mine works for a local um, drug and alcohol treatment center, and she was looking for donations for something. So um, my staff and I got together and, and pulled that off for her. So, you know, doing things like that builds community and builds um, just a really good sense of self and self-worth and and just makes Christmas a whole bunch, a, whole mo- a lot more worthwhile. We're very, very grateful for all that we have and um, we need to share that with others if we can. Now, going back to, oh, the other thing I did too was I went to, we have a Christmas market here and that brings me to my next thing when I looked at this, it's um. I know it's the same, buy local, it'll make you feel better. And that's very, very true. Um, the event I was at last night, which was called Enchant, I just remember that, and the winter Christmas market that I went to, they had a lot of local vendors. And that's a really great idea to start buying some of your Christmas gifts locally. A lot of them are handcrafted, just beautiful, beautiful work. And you're supporting somebody else locally here. And just foster in a much better community when you do things like that. There's a couple more things I was going to add to my list for simplifying the holidays is, is get outdoors. And as I'm saying that in Vancouver here, it's pouring rain out, it's ice cold out. We've had cold and rain and snow and a little bit of everything. And But getting outdoors is good for the soul on so many different levels. It's been shown for people that have... Um, anxiety or if you have some depression, anything on the mental health side, being out in nature is so good for you. And, you know, bundle up, put whatever clothing on you need, you know, snow pants, snowshoes, whatever it is to get you outside, rain gear if you're here. Actually here you need your winter gear and your rain gear all at once somehow. And uh, get outside and enjoy. There's a lot of outdoor events too. I love snowshoeing here, maybe it's skiing. Figure out what works for you. Just getting out for a nice walk in nature. If you can find some uh, like wooded areas, forest, that you can actually you know, feel safe to walk in, obviously. Um, get out to the country a little bit. That's going to do wonders for your um, whole stress levels over the holidays. And the last thing um, I wanted to talk about is if you have an opportunity to celebrate the winter solstice which is around December 21st. I don't, didn't look at the calendar before I started this for the exact date, um, but it's usually around then. A lot of local communities will do something for the winter solstice. I know here in Vancouver we do lantern making and we can be out singing uh, solstice songs or caroling or doing anything like that to um, and about the winter solstice, about the change of the seasons and it's celebrating that. And the last thing I had, had on here was to give to less fortunate and volunteer during the holiday season, which I spoke to already about. I can't reiterate that enough. That's going to fill your bucket more than pretty much anything you can do on the list. <laughs> it's um, it's going to help others. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to, you know, if you have children and they can participate in this, it's amazing, an amazing experience. I remember last year, um, it was Christmas time, and I took my daughter to see Cirque du Soleil. And we were leaving the event, and there was a homeless gentleman out in the parking lot asking for money and he looked at my daughter and he says you better thank your mom for taking you out tonight you're a very very fortunate child and my daughter has a big space in her heart for the homeless and she went over and said I do thank my mom and I am very grateful that my mom took me out tonight and at the moment 
she didn't recognize that he was like what he was, you know, his situation. And so as I was walking away, I, you know, my mind triggered. I said, you know what? I got five bucks in my wallet here. Livia, can you go run back and, and give this to him? And she's, oh, she's all over it. She's right there doing it. And so she ran back and gave him the money and he was, you know, God bless you, sweetheart. You're just so adorable. And he was so grateful and she felt fabulous. And so did I. And it's something really, really simple. You know, here I am at a very, very expensive event, very grateful, very blessed to be able to be there. And, you know, someone's looking for some basic food and shelter for themselves. And so we helped out with that. And then I'm walking and going, oh, geez, I should have given my, I had a $5 Starbucks card in my wallet. I should have given him. And I was saying this on my way home. And my daughter cried all the way home from that. She could not understand how somebody could be without family, could be homeless, just didn't, you know, if I think for the first time in her life, she actually really, really understood what that meant to see somebody out in a parking lot in the cold and the rain. And it really, really affected her. And she wanted, she wanted me to go drive all the way back downtown and find him to give him the $5 Starbucks card so he could have hot coffee or hot, hot, hot chocolate. And I said, you know what, actually, and I do, I see this gentleman often downtown. And I said, the next time I see him, I'll make sure he gets that Starbucks card. And I did. You know, he was, he was out outside of my, uh, one of my offices, you know, a couple weeks after that. And I uh, gave him the Starbucks card on behalf of my daughter. And uh, he, he's uh, just a lovely gentleman. Anyways, that was all I had for you today. And, my, you know, my wish for you is to have a peaceful and loving and community-oriented and family-oriented holiday season. Whether you're celebrating Christmas, um, uh, oh, lost my thought for a second. I'm trying to say all three of them at once here. <laughs> Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, whatever it is that you celebrate. If you don't celebrate any of those, if you just like to um, take in the quiet time when everyone else is in the hustle this year, because all three of those holidays actually fall all in a row together, uh, all three days in a row, I believe they are this year. And um, whatever you choose to do, or your time. I want you to enjoy it and peace and love to you and your family this holiday season. Thank you.